Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today, we're going to address a certain kind of role at work, the role of being a rebel or a scapegoat. Rebels or scapegoats are those individuals who view themselves as the truth tellers at work. They're willing to challenge the status quo and fight for what they think is right. Unfortunately, they can be labeled by others as troublemakers and get blamed when things go wrong. We'll start with a question from someone who seems to be alienating coworkers without knowing it and going on to address scapegoats at work. Yeah, this is a powerful and important topic, really. I think a lot of people may be caught in a rebel or scapegoat role, not even know that they're doing it, and also not understand why they're being mistreated by coworkers. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. I think it's a hard one to identify. Yeah. Um, so here's the question we're working on today. I work at a not-for-profit on the media side, and I really like the work. Because I have a strong background in video production, I make it my business to speak up and challenge anyone who threatens the integrity of the media content that we put out. Recently, I've noticed that my comments are upsetting people. My colleague pulled me aside the other day and said, it's better to get along than, be, than being right. Last week, I had to go to the ER for a sudden medical emergency when I came back to work no one asked me how I was. How do I interpret this? <laughs> yeah. No one likes you. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's not a good sign. No. So you're definitely upsetting people uh, for the wrong reasons. Yeah. If, if it was the right reasons, they would be very happy with you. And concerned about your welfare once you came back from the emergency room. Of course they would. I mean, I'm surprised no one said anything. That's that's very telling. Yeah. So you can stop what you're doing and really assess the situation. I want to just read you a couple of things from uh, Working With You Is Killing Me, our favorite book, mm -hmm. about the rebel. So here's just some questions to ask yourself, because we kind of explained what it, you know, this is the independent thinker. This is the person who thinks they're the truth teller and will speak up and defend um, what they think is right, which, you know, it's not a political campaign, so it can be pretty annoying because not everyone would agree with you. Mm -hmm. And they really have a way of driving it home to the point that it's obsessive and it can really upset people. Mm -hmm. um, so here's some questions to ask yourself. If you're struggling, maybe you think you're one or you know someone who could be one, do you think of yourself as an independent thinker? Do you enjoy shocking your co-workers with provocative statements? In a group situation, do you often take a contrary point of view? Mm -hmm. Does getting into a heated argument energize you? <laughs> do you frequently clash with people in positions of authority? They don't like authority. Mm -hmm. If you answered yes to a couple of those or even one, you you know, you're probably... Um, you know, you're probably one of the scapegoats. I mean, it's, it's, um, 
or a rebel. You we you know we use both titles. It it's hard to be around people that are like this because they're very outspoken yeah. and like to drive their point home. Um, in the workplace, you know, you need to get along. Yeah. So you have to be able to read the room. Right. I think you also have to let go of, I mean, you may be right and you may be right all the time, but you have to sort of pick your battles. Um, I know we have worked in many situations where the rebel is actually a valued member of the team, but because that individual gets so invested in being right and having everyone in, you know, agree with their rightness or follow their, their ideas that they alienate just as this individual has without taking into consideration that other viewpoints may matter. <laughs> and particular, in this case, it's a not-for-profit. Not-for-profits, um, you may be invested in doing top-notch, excellent work, but they're very relationally oriented mm -hmm. and they're there to serve people and they want people to be, you know, uh, collaborative and cooperative with one yeah. another. Yeah. I mean, I think your lesson right now, since you've had some kind of medical emergency, is just sit back and listen. Yeah, You don't have to do anything. Just sit back, listen to other, let other people take the spotlight. Yeah. I would imagine you're hoarding the spotlight. <laughs> do you agree with that? <laughs> There's a chance that this individual may be hoarding the spotlight. I think the truth is that for rebels, it's very hard, not just to hoard your the spotlight, but to hold your tongue, you know, mm -hmm. like to, or to find out how to package your ideas. Let's say this individual is right about the integrity of the media that, you know, goes out to the public. That's, that's great. That's a great value, but you need to find better ways to package your opinion and also to win people over if yeah. that's what you ultimately want to do. Yeah. So take a back seat for a while get, you know, do some healing on yourself and just listen and see if other people are in fact in agreement with you. Maybe they're not, maybe it's yeah. not even the right place for you to be. Yeah. Uh, and just let others have a voice and let others, you know, just get to see what, you know, they may call you in and say, Hey, we miss you. You know, where's your point of view? Yes. I think so. I think you may have burned some bridges mm -hmm. if they're not asking how you are. So I think we're, you're saying, Kathy, that if you have been somehow branded this, branded, mm -hmm. I mean, people don't usually think, oh, that's the scapegoat, but they do think that's the troublemaker. Right. That's right. <laughs> if you've been branded in that way, you probably feel it's very unfair that you're only trying to do the right thing. But I think what you're saying is if you want to break out of that role, Mm -hmm. then you've got to step back and do things differently. And one thing is that you really kind of need to zip the lip yeah. and try to acknowledge other points of view more than just your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And, you know, talk to people close to you and ask them how they perceive you. Um, and, and you got to really listen. They may be afraid to tell you. Yeah. And maybe even ask your boss. You may have even gotten some feedback about this, but ask if you can get some coaching, um, you know, if there's any help for you, because you can work your way out of this. You know, you can learn how to temper yourself. Um, but the troublemaker will always get blamed for things. 
Yeah. So you're going to want to reevaluate. So I like that idea too, though, of using a coach. I know of a, one of my clients who did have a, had access to a coach through her company and really learned how to be more tactful in expressing her opinions, learned much more about how to incorporate other people's ideas in the work that she was doing. And she was actually in, in a creative position as well. Um, but it took some really consistent coaching to understand a different way of approaching. And also I think to, it's funny because I, I know many rebels who feel hurt that they're misunderstood when what they think is they're just trying to do the right thing and get everyone to understand what needs to happen. Yeah. But as anyone who, um, you know, has a strong point of view and wants people to understand there's a time and a place and yeah. you can only push so hard. And then you want to go back and think, oh, well, maybe I could say that in a better way, or maybe I could show them like, there's many ways of communicating that yeah. aren't disruptive as the way the troublemaker does it. Um, right. and sometimes it takes longer to get your point across than you had hoped for. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes that's just the way it is. It just can, it just can take a while. So this is about building a team, you know, getting acceptance from your team and trusting, you know, having them trust you and, yeah. and communicating in a way that they want to hear from you, not yeah. they want to block you. So we can, so how do I interpret this? We interpret this as you've alienated a lot of people who now don't care very much for you or about you. Right. We want you to then try to repair those relationships and you can repair them by stepping back, by being more of a team player, mm -hmm. by listening and incorporating other people's perspectives, not just your own. And I think you said, Kathy, by saying a little less. <laughs> and listening. And listening. <laughs> listening to other people, let them have a voice. And trusting that your voice will be heard. I think very often for rebels, or scapegoats, the fear is that no one's listening to me. Yeah. So they can sort of drive a point home to the point of exhaustion for their team. Right. Right. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, please check it out. Check us out at Insta on Instagram at My Crazy Office. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to My Crazy Office on our website, hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.